face. That was complaining. Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. And here we go. Another episode of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. Of course, I am Ron Kolick, near English expert and all things near English. Near English. Near English, right. And with me, of course, all the way from her cellar in... No, wait a minute, you're not there. No. Uh, all the way next to me is the blonde bombshell herself, Ann Carrigan. Hello, everybody. Yeah, what, what's moved, that shirt you got on the basement. I got a sugar skull. Oh. Yeah. Why is there roses on it? Because Day of the Dead, they wear... Uh, roses? Okay, are roses, yeah. Oh. Like a dress. Really? Yeah. I see this. Put them on the skulls. Eh, whatever. Don't you remember we talked about this on one of my shows, our shows? Really? Our on this show? show? Our show. Yeah. What was that? I'm sorry. I didn't hear that last part. <laughs> you want to explain that to me? <laughs> Anyways, without further ado, let's just get him on here. So we should. Yeah. So. We should. Don't make him wait. So let me, actually, you introduce him. Well, ladies and gentlemen, every year at this time, it's like Chris Santa Claus. <laughs> Chris Kingle. We have a special guest who joins us from England, all the way from the UK. Not next year. Not next year? No, he'll be here next year. I would like to introduce Steve Parsons. Yay! Wow, we even have an audience. Yeah, it's great to tonight. be back. Six, six, six years. Yep. Yes. Six years. Can't believe it. Only next time I come back, I won't be a European citizen. Really? No. Then we'll have escaped the, cl the clutches of the evil European oh Empire. Oh, no, you're going to get nationalized in America? We'll be out on our own. You're going to become a Trumpster? No, we're going to rebuild the empire. Stop that. Great Britain will be great again. Making Britain great again. <laughs> we're going to rebuild the empire. And I'm all for that, you know. Start with Canada South. Canada South, I like that, yeah. Canada South. Yeah. Okay. I like it. That's or us. Mexico North. There you go. Good work. <laughs> or Cuba Northwest East. Anyway. But yeah, I'm back. I'm you know, I miss the and old... And welcome back. I miss the old Cold War anyways. You miss the Cold yeah, War? Yeah, and Nikita Khrushchev and taking his shoe off and beating it on the table in the, at the uh, United where Nations. Go? I'm far yeah. too young to know what you're talking and, about. Uh, I'm sorry. Jack Kennedy... Doing what Jack Kennedy and does <laughs> and all that cool stuff. What has that got to do with Fidel Jackson? Castro? Well, well, so from the Kennedys, up. you could get to Chappaquiddick Bridge. From Chappaquiddick Bridge, you could get to the old to the old North Bridge at Concord, where Vin all day today. There's really? a loose sort awesome. of right. red running. That was that. that was my opening line to uh, to uh, Steve. Yep, Steve was Steve, and uh, the teller of curious tales was. Is well, I was going to do that as well, but you've just done that for the me. old oh. man's was at the. Uh, Amazing. Because I'm not alone this year. Oh. That's right. I have packed into my suitcase the teller of Curious Tales. <laughs> Is who that would like... Have, who would have been on the show, but he's not allowed to be. I know it. Someone would there's let him. There's only enough room for one star in this oh, show. Oh, man. There's only room for one teller of Curious Tales on the planet. Mm. Mm -hmm. But he's back in his suitcase now. <laughs> 
So it's kind of like, uh, what's that terrorist that he keeps? Ahmed. Ahmed, the terrorist. I kill you! <laughs> Just take some. So we did a uh, Concord all day. Yeah. That's nice. What uh, did you see? Japanese. <laughs> Just ask Ron. That'll save me answering. I'm sorry, just go on. Keep we'll quiet. Start, we started off in the town centre, visited the old colonial, found a cool antique shop. Oh, yes. A really cool really? antique shop. And if uh, the Tunnel of Curious Tales hadn't dragged me out, I think I probably could have spent <laughs> several thousand dollars on some really cool. Ooh. There was some shipping there stuff was some, home. There were some African masks that I swear, I swear, were. Haunted? Yeah. Possessed? They were better than the iguana. Wow. There is nothing, there was, there is there nothing was really, better than the iguana. There was a really cool Mary porcelain Guana. doll's head. Uh, with a doll's glass, head? With glass eyes that moved. Oh. But it was singed. <gasps> it had scorch marks. And you didn't on one buy side. it? How much was it? Eight dollars. You didn't buy it? That's a lot of money to a Brit. Oh, my That's God. A lot of money to I'm a going down here today and get it. Right All right. The show. Yep, you ride back or there. Where my fans can go and get it for me there you and go. surprise me. What's the name of the shop? Oh, I had to there ask. Goes there. <laughs> the shop next door had a big sign saying cheese. Okay. Chuck E. Well, cheese. Well, by the Colonial Inn. Uh, no, sure it's opposite it. the um, hardware shop. Okay. Okay. There's a, sh a side street opposite the hardware shop on the main street from Concord. All right. It was in there. There you go, Ron. You can go fetch it tomorrow. Did you go to the cemetery? Uh, no, we didn't make it to the cemetery. Oh. By the time... You see, the Teller of Curious Tales is a strange character. Um, and he's making a video diary of his adventures <laughs> because mm -hmm. he's never been allowed out of Derbyshire, England, where no. he lives. No, uh, Although apparently he did once go to Disneyland. <laughs> so he was videoing... I, I think there was 300 shots of the old colonial inn. Oh, wow, okay. There was even two shots of the five books of Ron Kolek that are in there. Oh, my As well as should be. The same five well books were be. there last year as well. <laughs> I marked them. Did you check to yeah. see if the markings were still there? The yeah. hoof print is on all of them. <laughs> yeah, hoof prints, yeah. <laughs> then from there, we... So we ran out of time. Oh, poo. So it's we a really good cemetery. To, we went up to the old manse oh, and yeah. the North well, Bridge. The old uh, manse is cool. Did you go in? I've been many, many times. Mm -hmm. I, I went into the uh, reception. We investigated it so many times. Yes. And uh, the teller of Curious Tales whisked himself, was whisked off on a, a $5 tour. Good. Five bucks? Well, I'm glad. Yeah. He spent five bucks. you let him out of the trunk to the take the tour. He needed the air. All right. Mm -hmm. And then we, we spent quite a long time down on, on the North Bridge. Um, Did you go to the South Bridge? No. Oh, exploring okay. the graves, exploring the monuments. Mm -hmm. Uh, taking in the atmosphere. Nice. Uh, there was um, a party from a high school, I think, or, uh, that were there with all the teachers. <laughs> and it was quite interesting listening to the uh, the guides telling the account of the battle from an American perspective. Ah. There is no other one, by the way. <laughs> <Just> saying. <laughs> There might be. I doubt it. There might be. I don't think there were. And I paid my respects at the graves mm. of the British soldiers. All right. Who were killed by the traitors. There you go. <laughs> Those upstarts. You know, they're still there. They don't even want them back. 
I think we have a very, very exciting day. But the teller has had many adventures. Well, he's, he's, he's already been up to Portsmouth on his own. He was let out. I and, have been uh, watching the Daily went Ooh. up to... That's right, yeah. you can see it all right where. If you want to see the adventures of the teller of Curious Tales and the gold standard, then head over to the... Uh, oh, what's it? What's the website? Don't ask me. The Great British Ghost Tour Facebook page. I think there's actually links now from um, Ghost Chronicles and Ron Kolek's own web pages, uh, Facebook Nobody pages. Nobody goes to my page. Exactly, that's I why. I blocked everyone. That's why we... Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I can't remember how many episodes we're up to now. Five, is it? And there's a really good interview with Jeff Belanger mm -hmm. on there. Mm -hmm. And... Um, seven. Oh, apparently, I'm being told by the gallery there are seven. Yes, there's seven. Yep, there are seven episodes mm -hmm. of The Daily Wave. Thank you, gallery. <laughs> what the hell? And uh, Spirit Quest, which uh, we all Spirit Quest. participated in. Yes, we did. Some more than others. <laughs> well, it's it's unusual for me this because this is the first year I've had to try and join in the merch and sell things, mm -hmm. which That's I find right. very very difficult to do. You yeah, did. yeah, incredibly. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Really? He finds it very difficult to really? do. So we have a, the red light say on study group. Didn't say that meet. I didn't say I didn't uh, learn and quick. And all of a sudden, <laughs> right in the middle of things, is oh by the way, I have a book. It's for sale. Goes <laughs> <laughs> whipping about, starts selling them. So what the hell? They borrow money from me to buy the stupid books. Because, really? Yeah, it's so sad. They took your money? Yes, it was sad. I learned quickly. I'm so you know, you, I've got a great master. <laughs> <laughs> who, Dylan? Dylan, who is this strange name that you keep conjuring up well, with? Dylan Jones, the, from the monkeys. <laughs> from the monkeys. I only know the teller of Curious Tales. <laughs> okay. Or was it the who? That was Davy Jones. Dylan Jones from the who? Davy Jones from the who? No, it was, Del it was Davy. From the who? From no. the monkeys. Well, make up your mind. First oh is the monkeys, second is the oh, who. Oh, wow. So sure was it Errol Smith? We were going so well as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here. Right in the crapper, right in the crapper. So are we going to talk about your book? You were just talking about well, selling I was, your books. Shameless plug, really, wasn't it? Of course. It's not really you my should. book, um, although my name's on the cover. <laughs> I see it right there. And none yeah. of the others are your book either, I assume. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this, this newest one, um, the guidance notes for investigators. Don't get your sticky paws on my book. Shut <laughs> up. Where's the camera? <laughs> there it is. There you go. Oh, that one. It's the logo that's the one with the red light on there. it. It's the logo. Don't use your middle finger. <laughs> He's not. The Society for Psychical Research. For the longest time, uh, the, the Society was founded in 1882 and is recognised within the academic and research community as being the world's leading paranormal-orientated organisation. It's predominantly academic-based, although it does cater for uh, ordinary lay and interested people. Mm -hmm. Um, it doesn't have any uh, political affiliations. It was founded by classicists as simply an organ um, to study the phenomena of the paranormal. And it only really focuses on such things as uh, um, uh, extrasensory perception, telepathy, mediumship, 
because it was born in the era of spiritualism. But it also um, was interested in ghosts, which it, it labels under a, a title of spontaneous cases because they appear spontaneously. Okay. And I'll just wait for the sweetie paper to be unwrapped. It's like, it's like being at the cinema, isn't it? You can't have candy. You can't unwrap. We can have Ron a, is unwrapping candy in the middle of the show. It could be paranormal. It. Just yeah, unwrap it. it. We've all heard it. Just unwrap it. It could be paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, they published a guide in 1955 with a very similar title, which were notes of, uh, for those people who wanted to explore for themselves ghosts, hauntings, apparitions, poltergeists, and similar phenomena. They revised the book in 1968, and then they f all but forgot about it because the society changed. It became more academic. It, the ghost hunting was, or the ghost investigating, was set aside um, as the society was taken over by parapsychologists and uh -huh. academics okay. and the book languished and it had when I picked it up in 2015 <coughs> it had some great I mean a lot of the information was still relevant but it had information that perhaps wasn't so relevant and ethically questionable great um, suggestions such as um, if you are conducting an investigation you suspect a member of the household of, com of fraudulently participating in the phenomena, then you place a light but light-proof bag over their head, tied loosely around the neck. You then bind their you then bind their thumbs together behind their back. So clearly, in 1968, the idea of bagging and tying witnesses was was uh, okay. was okay. It was all right. And also, when the Society for Psychical Research investigated the Enfield Poltergeist, mm -hmm. uh, which many th people attribute to Ed and Lorraine Warren, and a nun. Okay. Uh, but it was, in fact, the SPR. It was considered perfectly normal in the 1970s for the two adult male investigators to spend time in the bedroom of the juvenile girls whilst they slept. Oh. Uh, things today that we right. would consider to be questionable. That's and also, definitely. written in 1968, the book had failed to keep up to date with modern techniques in equipment, modern, uh, the modern approach to ethics, and a whole raft of other things that needed doing. It so had, It had su suggestions as make sure you pin your bell bottoms. Pin so your bell yes, bottoms? Yes, pin your bottom bell bottoms so you don't trip over them. Oh my God. It didn't. It didn't. <laughs> I hope He's not. never read it. I'm sure. But I looked at it once. But this 1968 edition was still on sale in 2015. My God. A pound a copy they still had they still had them for sale. Nobody ever bothered to open it to look. <laughs> so I started a bit of a one-man crusade to try and get this book addressed, and also to try to get the SPR to re uh, outreach and to reconnect with the ghost hunting community, because for the longest time, uh, both sides of the Atlantic, there has been a a sort of push of pe uh, of people interested in doing the subject, but their inspiration has come from uh, the Super Mario Brothers of Taps. It's come from uh, Zach. It's come from Nick and Amy, and they are the most influential people in the field now. 
and uh, a lot of people back home when, when you speak to uh, modern ghost investigators they haven't heard of the Society for Psychical Research and don't realize that this is enormous 136 year old resource right. been there done that invented the t-shirt <laughs> in many cases that they could access and draw from to help themselves right. uh, so I badgered them at conferences and I went to the ghost hunting study day and badgered them some more <laughs> and one of the things that I strongly advocated was that they address the problem of the guidance notes and so they said okay you write it then thank you and so <laughs> I did <laughs> it wasn't just a case of I write it, they publish it. It had to go through many committees because obviously oh, they were sure. not going to put their name to anything that was just mm -hmm. hacked out mm -hmm. uh, and then self-published on Amazon. Mm -hmm. uh, when, did fact, you, when did you say the first the first set was written? 1955. 19 and then the revised set, wow. the new edition, as it was called, was um, put out in 1968. Mm -hmm. And none of those editions, including my first uh, manuscript, didn't have a name on the cover because, well, why should it? It's the Society for Psychical Research publication. Um, but they did graciously, they decided to put the so name on the, the cover. So is the blue cover a tribute to uh, Harry it? Price's blue mm. book? Well, I had an idea for marketing the book because it was commissioned by the SPR in, in 2017 which I realized was the, the 80th anniversary of the 1937 uh, guide notes that Harry Price produced for the Borley Rectory investigation, which had a blue card cover and was called the Blue Book. His was private and confidential, and a few, a few copies still do exist. And I thought, well, we've got a new Borley movie out in the UK coming up. Was, uh, there was a series about Harry Price uh, a fictional series on, based on Harry Price. It was very bad, but oh. nonetheless. Lorraine, Lorraine Warren investigated Boyley too, you know. I don't for one minute doubt it. Okay, I just want to make that uh, perfect. Did she clear. take a nun and, an, and a doll with her? I believe so. Good. <laughs> so I thought, what a unique marketing opportunity to sell it to the wider ghost hunting community. And I'd always call it Project Blue too. And, you know, when I was working on it. And when it came to the cover, the, the committee decided that they didn't want to make any link to Harry because he was a controversial character. Hmm. Um, but then they came down to choosing the cardboard cover of the new book, and it was green or blue. Okay. So I guess what colour he chose. Looks good. Thank I you. like it. I'm pleased with it. It's, for me, it's the, it's the most important of the three books. Mm -hmm. because it represents it represents the only book I said I would never ever write which was a how to investigate the paranormal book mm -hmm. I, I never saw the worth of me doing a book like that because there are thousands of really great ghost hunters out there and I've always said that everybody has to find their own way <laughs> that's paranormal. Cal it's Cal <laughs> Right. Speaking about there. Cal, I noticed Cal's book is there too. Para. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cal's oh, yeah. book was there. <laughs> well, actually, um, Paracoustics, which was written with uh, Dr. Cal Cooper now. That's right. Dr. Ooh, Callum la, la. Cooper. Yeah, he's, he's earned a stethoscope. Mm -hmm. Spending most of his time in the tub. 
That's right. Yep. Yeah, he's doing this. He's doing this really weird project where he floats around in a, one of those isolation, naked. isolation. It's true. Naked, right? Isolation tanks. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I thought you saw the video. No. Wait, there's a video? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. You want the link? <laughs> Apparently the water was very cold when the video was shot. Shrinkage? Stop. Shrinkage and leakage. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, yes, he's doing, he's doing a lot of research. He is. He's just floating what? around in this isolation chamber. Yeah. Naked. We got him on the show to discuss it one time. Really? Hmm. So I used to have one. The actually. publisher of... <laughs> Really? Isolation really? chamber? A tent, yeah. Were they naked? He'd go out. I don't know. I wasn't ever there, but... Video? He what have to one. No video, <laughs> never happened. Video. He doesn't have it anymore. Oh. But it was an isolation chamber. Yes, that you float in. In the dark. It closes down. You have to have special air shipped in and stuff. I just know what he told me. Well, the one, well, that this guy, the one that Cal uses that doesn't. President. The one that Cal uses doesn't have air, but it has. Um, it has it, a circuit. It's not airtight. It has a circ special circular because of the. We remember we discussed yeah, it on the show. Yeah, yeah, but it has a it has a, an opaque white. With a pretty blue light in it, I love it. Well, the light can change color. I know, but that's nice. But back to the subject. Okay. Cal and I worked on paracoustics, and we have already been commissioned to do paravision. Ooh. Which is a book that deals Coming with. To a right. near you, vision and, and the paranormal. Well, the, well. Like yours? Well. Like special glasses. The, both those two books have got an Easter egg of some sort. Speaking in. about paravision, we should have and para news. 3D glasses might oh. be with paravision. Okay. Do we want to do para news now? I believe we do. All right. Uh, let's see. Is Nate ready? Always. Okay, Nate's ready to do the power news. So, all right. There's a good lead in there. Russ. <laughs> Paravision, para news. All right, Russ, can we roll? Oh, look at my green hair. I'm your host, Nathan Mayer. This month is my very first and special two-part Paranews, and I thought I would do something different. In, in honor of the world premiere of the musical debuting this month in Washington, D.C., and before heading to Broadway next spring, and since this year marks the 30th anniversary of the release of the motion picture directed by Tim Burton, his second feature film, the first being Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> I'll be just uh, deconstructing and discussing reoccurring subject matters in and reveal some fun facts about the movie Beetlejuice. For those that are not so familiar with this brilliantly bizarre comedy classic, here's a quick, quick synopsis. Adam, played by Alec Baldwin, and Barbara, played by Gina Davis, are yuppie ghosts. Their quaint New England house is being haunted and overrun by the living, trendy New Yorkers. Delia, played by Catherine O'Hara, and Charles, played by Jeffrey Jones, and his daughter, Lydia. 
played by Winona Ryder. And Adam and Barbara can't scare them into leaving. So they're calling on Betelgeuse, who is no ordinary ghost, but a freelance bio-exorcist to spook the intruders. The party might be over, but the fun has just begun. He's guaranteed to put the life in your afterlife. The first talking point may be very serious and uncomfortable for some, but I feel like my analysis on the film would be incomplete without it. Since last month, September, was National Suicide Prevention Month, I would like to start with that paramount topic. At the dinner party, also states that people who commit suicide end up as civil servants in the afterlife. Otho Fenlock was named after Otho, the Roman emperor of only three months, January 15th to April 16th, 69 AD. He was the second emperor of the year of four emperors. After initially, initially fighting at the Battle of Bedrachum, resulting in 40,000 casualties and a retreat of his forces, Otho committed suicide rather than fight on. The civil servants ghosts Adam Barbara meet are people who appear to have ended their own lives. The Miss Argentina receptionist says she committed suicide. There's a man who hanged himself, and the crushed messenger is implied that he'd done it to himself. Juno looks normal, but there are scars on her neck that indicate she had cut her own throat. It is hinted throughout the movie that Lydia is, uh, could be suffering from depression, particularly when Lydia writes a suicide note to Adam and Barbara, which states that she's utterly alone. Betelgeuse is said uh, is to ha have been a civil servant and Juno's assistant. It was going to be explained in the film that he hung himself incompletely and very painful due to heartbreak. While this was cut from the film for running time purposes, it was hinted that Betelgeuse is surprised that Lydia wishing to die. Lydia looks like someone Betelgeuse can relate to, then asks Lydia why she wants to get in on the other side, and he remarks she probably has her reasons, and maybe they'll talk or something after she gets him out. Suicide is viewed very differently across religions and societies. For the most part, religions believe suicide is forbidden, sinful, an act of blasphemy, spiritually unacceptable, and a violation of the sanctity of life. While others do not advocate for it, but they do not condemn it either. In the belief of reincarnation, one can re be reborn until the capacity to cope with the circumstance develops. The Chinese act of Sampuko makes suicide into an honorable act. Some recognize the act as akin to death by disease or disorder and command compassion both for the deceased and the survivors. Barbara gives some words of wisdom to Lydia about her wanting to be on the other side. Being dead really doesn't make things any easier. If you personally need help and need to talk to someone or want information to help someone you know, please contact Mental Health First Aid, The Right Love for Her Arms, or the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, Lifeline by calling 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK. I think I hear Beetlejuice rumbling from the grave. Time must be up. Stay tuned for part two next time, which includes three things 
three um, things comes in threes in trivia tidbits in Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Deo, Deo. Be like a number and I want to go home. you forgive me. <laughs> that is the funniest part of the whole story, oh isn't God. it? Yes, that, yeah, that, that, to that thing. It's a table. scream. I, 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 Jan and I just took it. St. Jan's in the audience for today, by the way. And uh, I re- got it from the library. I played that thing. I must have played that part about three times in a row. <laughs> just love it. If you haven't seen the movie, just watch it for that alone. You can go on YouTube and just get that little the little bit. That little bit. That little bit. I, I just put, watched it the other day. Somebody posted is it. Not, you can have it you can have it in your phone ring. Your ring tone on your phone. There you go. Really irritate One, your friends three, and neighbors. Two, yeah, right? Three, eight, four. Ring tone. Ring tone. No, Stop I don't. singing, please. Please, no. we're begging you. No. So. No. Hey, now, and if all else fails and you, you need somebody to talk to, just call, call Ron. Call me. 1 800 call Ron. 1 800 call Ron. Call me. <laughs> Don't sing that either. Please. Please, please, please. I know them all. Oh, my goodness. So. You sure this is water? <laughs> I don't know. I'm beginning to wonder. He's already nearly had his band off the morning edition. <laughs> I feel awful. I better blow my nose. Oh, please don't. That is so disrespectful. Please don't. Are we going to talk about the handkerchief? You're going to blow your nose on a British flag. It's not a British flag, is it? Yes. Yes, really? Ron. It's it's a British flag. Where did it come from? British. Well, it was it, it's a silk kerchief that was normally of the type that was sewn into a British. Get out of here! What is this was? I oh jeez! <laughs> You're British and you throw it on the and ground. It's, and it's possessed. <laughs> it's possessed. No, it seemed to be. Seemed to be. All right. No, so we need these, to hear the story. These were the sort of things that would be sewn into the back of a battle dress. Um, to identify What's well, a battle dress? They wore dresses in battle? Only the British did, right? <laughs> well, the blouse jacket that was worn by they G.I.s. They wore blouses. Well. G.I.s okay. wore blood chits. Sure. Uh, exactly. Exactly the same thing. Okay. Sounds like a bit so, of a Monty uh, Python. So that's what it is, and you were about to blow your nose on it, which was... No. Yeah, you look like it. Which, that no. would have been That would have been truly awful. It would have. That would have been like me blowing my nose on an American flag. Knocked right. it out of his hand before he got yeah. that far. Right. A call so are we going to talk about the story behind the handkerchief? A call on the show, a two-bit show. Oh. 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 <laughs> no. No, I think we can continue with the book. Really? Oh, more interesting. Right. Okay. Much more interesting. I thought we finished with that. Handkerchief. I thought we finished that. No. <laughs> There's more in that book? There's lots more in this book. Because it, what the book, for me, uh, the great thing about the book is uh, it'll work for you. It'll work for any uh, me. It'll work for any ghost investigator. Mm. Um, and it, it really takes, from the very beginning, all of the different steps that you need to do. And the hardest part about writing the book was actually being assertive enough to say, after, after realising that... Y- East Bridgewater's Most Haunted, New England Ghost Project, Parascience. Tabs. East Bridgewater's Most Haunted, <laughs> New England Ghost Project, Parascience, all operate in a very different way. They find the dynamic that works for themselves. They do need a common set, a common set of foundations upon which to build their investigations. Mm-hmm. And they need to be provided in a, an assertive way. You can't say, 
you should do, or it's best to, particularly when you're dealing with ethics, you, just you have to say, you cannot, you, sh you must not bag and tie your <laughs> witnesses. <laughs> it's very, very wrong. Oh, no. And you must not go creeping oh, around no. the bedroom of children for while they're asleep. What's the yeah. duct tape for? Duct tape. tape. I, I remember near choking watching an episode of Ghost Hunters uh -huh. where the uh, main investigating team, mm -hmm. uh, which comprises of a plumber and uh, um, another plumber. Just all corresponds to Steve Parson, UK. We're filming inside the bedroom of a very young child, perhaps less than a year old, yes. whilst the child was sleeping using the night vision cameras. So what's wrong with that? Where would you like me to begin? <laughs> I thought they did it in the original Blue Book. It was perfectly all right for two men to <laughs> go into the until we learn what what can sometimes go wrong. You, know, you can put it up against her. What, what can sometimes go wrong? Yeah. Because you have to be incredibly careful. You might need to get pictures of that location because that location might be the location wherein the ghost or the phenomena is reported to occur. And as a competent investigator, there are ways that you can obtain the information, the evidence that you need, but you don't have to be there. You could use remote cameras, you could have a parent present throughout the... Uh, you have to... And the, these are the steps that are in there, to think about the... That's good. So, so how does that vary from ghostology, which is kind of the same Well, ghostology is a, is a more, uh, more of a discussion about the, the, the use of equipment and the methods. It doesn't at any point say, which it, it come down and say, you should use this, you should do this. It just discusses the various approaches and the different methods. So uh, some people do, it, in fact, think or read ghostology, perceive ghostology as a how-to guide. Exactly. Uh, but that's, and it states quite clearly on the cover that this is not a, a how-to guide. Mm -hmm. It's a discussion about the different techniques and methods. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the two books, it could be argued that the two books work very well together because one gives you, Ghostology gives you the background behind the why, the, the you must. It's the you must and this is why you must. And that's one of the problems that we, we've been dealing with now within the SPR because the guide exists, but on its own, in isolation, it is not a solution. It's, there is not enough information in the guide. Um, but the guide has to operate as a standalone, a reference book. Okay. But the, S the SPR website will carry uh, in-depth uh, items and articles that will go beyond the, the chapters and paragraphs of the guidance notes, and they will they will um, be added in time, and they can be kept fully up to date. We've also devised a rather neat way of printing the guidance notes because things do change, um, ethics changes, uh, the technology changes, the approach. Is constantly changing, and so the guide will only be published, uh, printed in small batches uh, of 200 at a time. Oh, and we can I update. Copy. We can update <laughs> the master copy uh, with new information, so that it can never be more than 200 copies out. If nice. that makes sense. That's a great idea. And when we do that, a PDF um, sheet will be available on the SPR's website, so that people can print it, cut it out, and. Uh, append it. Like they used to do in old library books. You see that quite a lot in old library books. Yes. Little cutouts stuck into the book. Yeah, most of those are pictures. 
I wish that when I first started doing ghost hunting that I'd had something like that, that I was aware of it. Okay, I wasn't aware of it. So I, I could have got that 1968 version. Absolutely. Um, but I wish, because I think, you know, during that whole beginning of uh, when ghost hunters came out mm -hmm. and everybody was like, everybody wanted to ghost hunt. Mm -hmm. And I was one of them. Yeah. I had no idea what I was doing. All I knew was the TV show. And that's that's exactly where I yeah, went I from. mean, the people who do it now and the people who started after Most Haunted and Ghost Hunters in the USA, they, they don't, you know, they see these people on television doing. Mm -hmm. I think Most Haunted was probably the worst example. That, that was actually the first one I watched. I love Most because, Haunted. Because I, 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 most haunted. I, that was like my favorite. <laughs> I couldn't wait. What Most Haunted sh showed people is that um, you too can be a ghost hunter. Right. Prior this to that true. time, you had one or two people. Uh, Peter Underwood, Harry Price, Elliot O'Donnell. And these people were looked up to and revered in a kind of wonky way because, oh, you're a ghost hunter, that's so cool. They didn't realize they could do it. Mm -hmm. Mosanti comes along and you have Kath the makeup lady and you have Stuart. Stuart. And you have ordinary, normal people and people realize that there is nothing special, unique or unusual about the people that are doing this. They started to form their own groups. The techniques they, they used were directly copied from the show because the show was portrayed at that in those very early series as a serious investigation of the paranormal. Right. The for entertainment only tag was added later. Uh. Now, from, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate that I started investigating ghosts in an era before the internet and in, in an era before Most Haunted, where my only source of information was the library. Right. And so if I wanted to find out stuff, I went to libraries. And I had quite a, a limited range of information available. Nowadays, if you Google um, any subject, you will get a whole panoply of ideas and methods, and which one's the right method? And, and indeed, you know, even with the guidance notes, we've already had comments. Um, it's only been published for, well, it, it was published by accident on the 1st of September, <laughs> a little bit ahead of when it should have been. Uh -huh. um, and it sold quite quickly um, in those first few days. And there were comments on social media of, well, who do these people think they are? Just because they've been around 140 years, what right does that get to tell them? Tell <laughs> I've me been that around 140 years. years. <laughs> yeah, they, they were genuine comments. Really? I, along with the, there are no experts in the paranormal, which is often bandied about. But yeah. mm -hmm. quite indignant that this organisation should come out and say, wow, here are some, here are some resources um, for you to use. Because in addition to that, there's, there's, uh, the SPR has a vast library, a vast archive of uh, material that's available. Mm -hmm. And you, you only have to email the SPR and they will assist you. Thank but you. these are, no, I've been doing this for three years and <laughs> oh, I, I get EVPs every right. two minutes on my radio. <laughs> but not, I'm going to have to update that, I've just realised. The paranormal kitty isn't in it. 
Mm-hmm. Oh no, no paranormal kitty. Paranormal kitty. I've the, never seen the geo. I have never seen a paranormal taken, kitty. Yeah, no, I saw Spirit Quest. I don't, I'd seen <laughs> Boo Bear. Spirit Quest. Right? I'd seen Boo Bear. Mm-hmm. But when we were at Spirit Quest, I, I encountered yeah. paranormal kitty. <laughs> Sandra looked like somebody taking a Siamese and geophone and <laughs> managed to get it inside the kitty. <laughs> That co- cat, oh my the god. The coolest thing is the on off and bowed button was a bright red disc. <laughs> but it was under the, the, the cats have armpits. In the armpit. Yeah, if only they put it under kitty, the tail. Kitty armpit. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been perfect. <laughs> when, when you squeeze the kitty and it, it let out a mew and. Oh, it was really a demonic and sounding. Like LEDs on its collar lit up. So, 150 bucks. Oh my God! Yeah. Really? If, I, in a, in a, I know people. It might was the wonder, coolest thing. What the heck are they talking about? And I don't. And you know, sometimes you. Uh, I don't uh, think we should tell them. As <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to encourage people to start going out and using the damn thing. So it's a trigger. It's a trigger object, and they have EMF uh, meters. They have them. It's like I've a REM pod, right? One in yeah, a. It's a REM pod in a kitty. Yeah. Uh, a Raggedy Ann doll. I've seen them in, um, you know, a stuffed animal. So now we have we have Paranormal Kitty, apparently. But um, one of our attendees, uh, Sandra, brought one to Spirit it Quest. And I was like, thing. what the hell is that? I spent the whole Saturday <laughs> night trying to steal it. It's, oh, every time I went to me. Steve had it under his arm. Oh, my God. It was funny. But the Mr. eyes the eyes light up and the, yeah. the collar lights up. It was like Blofeld. With pa- it was the paranormal Blofeld. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's kind of frightening. We did discover if you pick it up by the, t- by the tip of the tail, <laughs> it didn't go off. No, no. But uh, it, he was an interesting kitty. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I always thought it's spirit. But not covered in the guidance notes. No, no, not no, in the no, book. No. I'm sorry. Edition two. Not in the book. You know, I always thought that you know, Most Haunted was a good show. Uh, I, I enjoyed it totally for entertainment purposes. It, it was on well. at ten o'clock Wasn't on Friday night. Yeah. It was. It was and a good I show. Was you had history right and I, in front of that. And women screaming. How else can be? <laughs> She was always screaming about something. You know, it was oh, a good, good show Lord. too. Do you, do you remember the most world's most scariest place? It was Karen. Was it Karen Black or, or whoever it was? Is that they would take a family, touch a camera to yeah. a family, and then yeah, take a family, music. shove them in a, in a haunted location, and, and yeah, I, yeah, I remember, remember that, that well. one. You don't remember that no. one? Oh, yeah, that they, had, they had to run around and do challenges, but they had this like four foot long selfie pole. Yeah, and came out with like a full studio camera mounted on it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was like running around the whole building with a jib. I've never heard of this. Oh God, it was on for years. I enjoyed that one too. Oh my God, that goodness. was good. Took a whole family, shoved them in a in a place somewhere. It was an American family. Yeah, it was always American. They, they brought it to Britain though. They always picked America around. But I thought it was Karen Black that did it. It was who's the girl from The Exorcist? Linda Blair. Linda Blair. Linda Blair. Was it Linda Blair? I'm Rich. Cody in our audience Cody. gave it to us. <laughs> what was the name of the show, Cody? Well, it was a curious place. Okay, yeah, there it was. And I'm she was gonna on have there. to Google that yeah, now. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, that was. Oh, they uh, got they, they got the family and they skewered them with a jib, <laughs> with a movie camera. And it yeah. sent them on challenges, but it was it was all set up. Hmm. It was done in a haunted location, but they couldn't get the spirits to play in command. But the whole thing, and it looked really good. It was very well set up. They would explore somewhere and things would move and jump out and fall yeah. over and. 
and it was like just Disney basically it, the whole thing was just to scare the crap out of people. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, the whole reason for that program. Uh, it was just to scare people. Hence the thing. But uh, one of my favorite shows that just never took off, and I don't know why, was they used to take these uh, cheerleaders and lock them in a, uh, a sane asylum. And uh, cheerleaders. Yeah, cheerleaders. Really. S scantily clad cheerleaders. Are you? I think you're confusing this with like a. No, no. This is a. This was, Cody. Have you? Ever, did you ever see it? I don't think I've seen that. No. I we have Cody uh, Desmond in our audience uh, as well. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, God, this is a true show. Nate, Nate, what about you? Have you ever heard of the show? No. Oh, Am I yeah. the only one that's You're seen it. this one? You're it. He's dreaming. Well, it didn't take I, off. I guess I it didn't take off. That's probably why. Honestly, God, they put cheerleaders, and, and, and that's all they were. And they would just make them do tasks. They put uh -huh. them in a thing, and they would make the lights flicker and stuff like that, uh -huh. and they'd go, ah! Oh, God. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Well, this sound this sounds like take a, a lot. Yeah. Had you been eating cheese when you saw this program? No, not at all. It was sure? I watched that show and I, I was amazed. All right. Amazed at I think where that they were you going. You need to find it and send me a link. Yeah. And then I'll believe no it. I'm gonna have to track it down. This, no this pictures show. Or you're imagining things. No, I didn't. Now, okay, you people think I imagine things, right? There was a song called Broccoli. Oh, we know. There was a song called Broccoli, but nobody could recall the song Carol Broccoli. Does anybody know who sang Broccoli? Broccoli. Anyone? A song about broccoli. I can tell you. My you, hair is as green as broccoli, like. I know it is, isn't it? <laughs> I'm looking Oops, at you. Oops, my hair is not really green. Yeah. It's just the green. Your lips green. are green. I'm looking just, at you. I see the green lips. It's really green. I don't like that. I just want to let you know. That green screen, it's made my hair disappear in time. Has it? Yeah. So I, We have a lovely fireplace, yep. so it's okay. Yeah, broccoli, broccoli was done by the association. I actually have it on an album. That's Soil Association. No, the association. That's frightening. Isn't that cool? That is frightening. And I Who would write a song about broccoli. They did. And why are we broccoli? Aren't we supposed to be talking about ghostly things? Green, green seeds? screen, green, oh. green hair. I mean, <laughs> but people turning green from screaming cheerleaders. I, I know there are three of my my books there, but he's the reason. Ron is the reason why any of them existed. Really? Uh -oh. Here we go. Absolutely. Oh. The gent really? the whole. <laughs> I always said I would never sell. Oh, I'd never write a book. I mean, there was no Seriously? point in me writing. There was no point in me writing a book because there are hundreds and hundreds of books on the paranormal, and how would you ever tell? The uh, you'd have to buy them all, and how would you distinguish one from the other in terms of the content? So, my book would be alongside somebody else's book. My book would have different. So there was no point. True. I'd rather just focus on doing what True. I like doing best, investigating cases. Mm-hmm. But then came Ryan. But then came Spirit Quest 2014, uh -huh. when Ron persuaded me to do a course, uh, I run a course back in the UK called Ghostology, funnily enough, and had been for a number uh -huh. of years. Mm -hmm. And Ron asked me to do an edited version of it, because it's quite a lengthy um, course. Big mistake on my for <laughs> whilst I was over here. Okay. So rather than have people f writing frantic notes down, which distracts them from learning, yeah. I printed course notes out for people. And rather than carry the course notes across on the plane, I sent a file over for printing when I got here. After asking permission. Of course. From the person with the world's slowest computer printer. <laughs> 
Unfortunately, Ron did have a fair point because I'd never bothered to count the ever-increasing um, course notes that I was generating, uh-huh. and they ran to a, 110 pages. Oh my god! My poor little jet ink jet oh things going chugga 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 chugga. Really oh fast. my god! <laughs> Any participants on the course got the course notes on a, on a, a CD or DVD disc? Where should be? None of my. So they could print them as they needed. I think them. we got through about half of them. It was like this thick. Oh. I ran out of ink problems. <laughs> but I normally carried one as a show and tell, so I could refer to it and show people what they could get if they. Yeah printed it out and Ron was um, he said why don't you write a fr- why don't you write a freaking book because mm-hmm. that's pretty much what it was that was his exact and then yeah the, the idea dawned on me that actually if I did a book then I wouldn't have to constantly go through this thing of printing DVDs out to give out to people on the course mm-hmm. and I could reach a wider audience and you make a couple of quid on it mm-hmm. uh, hasn't happened yet but I'm ever hopeful <laughs> Anyway. So you're you you are the man responsible wow. because as an accomplished it's author himself. Yeah, it's an honor. There you go. As an accomplished I author. Pandora's box. <laughs> yeah, you let that genie out the box. He ain't going back. You, uh, nice genie. Well. Anyway, so you came over here, and this year it's uh, Spirit Quest. We did a a uh, ghost hunt. But it was a special one. It was in search of fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we did is made people <laughs> uncomfortable. See, the voodoo does work. Really? Yeah. Okay. I've been practicing okay. that trick all day. Speaking uncomfortable. Who's doing that? I'm going to kill them. I don't them. know. Anyway, so, <laughs> so, so, Mr. Parson, what were yeah. some of the things that you did over at Lucille's Cottage to, to instill oh. fear? Uh-huh. Well, I took the title perhaps a little literally because it was yeah. called In Search of Fear. And different people have different fears and different phobias, but yeah, I had to base it around a ghost hunt. And with the help of Jeff Belanger, uh, we had available for people. Mr. New England's Mr. Mr. Hollywood. Mr. Hollywood. That's what I refer. That's what I refer him to. Mr. Every time I answer Mr. The phone. Jeff the, Mr. Jeff the Belanger. The Belanger. Yeah, Belanger. We had, we had Ouija boards. We had uh, all of the things that all of the cliches. We we locked people in the cellar. <laughs> we had we somebody might have overemphasized the spiders and the rats. Might have. Might have. Uh, we had mirrors and dolls. Creepy dolls. And yes. Creepy. You know, we flickery lights. All of the fears and phobias that people develop about ghost hunts, and we gave people an opportunity to explore their fear, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to put them in situations. We played Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. It was one of the we games. Now, some people sat down in the chair and they just looked in the mirror and said, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. No big deal. Me. But there were people there who really took a while to say it. Just didn't want to do it. And there were some people there who never said it. Wow. It took us forever to collect all those creepy dolls. Oh, yeah, it took us <laughs> I, I just want to say that Steve... Steve would say, oh, would, would the next group like to go down to the basement? Oh, yes, we'll go down to the basement. They'd hit the bottom of the stairs, and Steve would slam the door. They'd be like, they just closed us into the basement. <laughs> Steve's like, 
and we'd drag chains oh, across the floor above them. Funny. Because what oh you were doing was inducing fear and getting people right. to face their fears. Yes. You and realize you did that. And realize that, hey, I'm okay. <laughs> the, nothing reached out in the mirror and grabbed right. me. The doll didn't possess me and leap at me. Mm-hmm. I still think I went into the cellar and came out again. The count didn't balance at the end of the night. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I kept trying to count people, and a couple people something, left. He's like, we're missing two wrong. people. They we did, we did lose wrong. two at, in, during the first session. I will. Someone's very. Really they'll, right. they'll still be there next year <laughs> if we we'll find them. My favourite line from that is, is you because I like to, you have to, you can't just have the object. You have to create the scene. Oh, here we go. And in Lucille's cottage, we'd created a scene, a story, and it was, and it was never done as anything but a story. And I said right at the start, there is a story that <laughs> I didn't tell them. I only created it uh, anyway. Right. And as people were shown around the cellar there was an area where they're working under the floor on the drains <laughs> and I Sump pump, yeah. all I said was and that's where they found the bones <laughs> <laughs> I left it to the because that's what fear is it's imagination it's, it's story it's haunted by it's, the grumbling stomach you end up you know it Fear is self-induced in many, many cases. Mm-hmm. The only person who wasn't frightened the entire time was the teller of curious tales, no. or at least that's what he said on the camera mm-hmm. in the Daily Boo. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Jeff had a kind of cool camera there, didn't he? He did. He had the SLS oh. camera. Yeah. The, uh, what, what exactly is that, Steve? I don't understand a great deal about the camera, the, S- the actual SLS camera, but the, uh, it uses the principle of the Connect camera, and I think it was a Connect camera. Some some of the because I think you can also measure temperature in this yep. version now and uh, a screen for you to view it all on. But uh, what's the d- one they use on Ghost Adventures? Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, it's the exact one they use yeah. on Ghost Adventures. He told us that even the handle was worth $10,000 mm-hmm. and don't drop it. Now that's fear inducing in itself. Yes, yeah, it right. is. Yeah. But what this does is it, it sees the world in, in terms of thermal, um, of infrared, temperature. Uh, and create stick stick figures where it thinks there is a human, so it would detect the three of us. But and as happens sometimes, it, it will create another figure, mm-hmm. which people interpret as being a ghost. Mm-hmm. But it also does but temperature. We, we showed people that strange things up. It's detecting shapes. Mm-hmm. It's detecting patterns, and we had people using the camera where they were we could create a ghost we discovered quite quickly we could create a ghost that danced on a chair <laughs> right. to order and we gave people the camera and we said move the camera that way no ghost catch the edge of the door and catch the just right and the ghost appeared right and um, we hoped we showed them uh, how the camera might be creating stick figures mm-hmm. when it wasn't busy detecting ghosts <laughs> And it didn't make a blind bit of difference, did it? Nope. People love the ghosts that they yep. created. I showed one lady. I had one lady doing exactly that, and then that lady came up and said how cool it was. It was detecting a ghost, <laughs> even though she was she was actually she was making it in control actually of the camera. It. Right, right, right. But you could only uh, facilitate. You could uh, only was the ghost working with the people to Maybe. show? You can take a horse to water, but you can't make it lie down. <laughs> That famous something British like saying, that. something, sure. something like that. So I know we are coming down to the end of the show, and uh, oh, you've uh, forgotten your handkerchief. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, okay. And uh, 
Anything you want to add about us, what, what projects you have coming up? Uh, not projects. I'm coming, I've got two very exciting days coming up. Um, and I've been practicing the name because on Monday next, on Columbus Day, I'm sailing the Piscataqua River. There you go. On it's easy for is you it to say. the gondolo or is it a gondolo? The gondolo. There are tickets still available if people want to join me. The name of the gondolo is actually the Piscataqua. Yeah, but the rivers are called the Piscataqua. I know, so they named the gondolo after it. So Ron and I yeah. are going on the Piscataqua, on the Piscataqua. Okay. And there is, uh, there might be. Places. How can you beat that? Well, I don't even know if there are places left. But if we had it three more times, it'd be only one more time where we could say Piscataqua, Piscataqua, Piscataqua. How not easy can quite, it be? Quite, not quite. And uh, there might be tickets left. I've no idea. Me neither. But if there are, anyghostproject.com, uh, there's a link there somewhere. Somewhere. And what are you doing at the Dining with the Dead? An X-rated Dining with the Dead. X-rated. An X-rated Dining Ooh. with the Dead called Crap Ghosts. <laughs> Ron loves and the crap ghost hunters. And crap ghost hunters. <laughs> <laughs> Ron loves the title, but Ron told me, you've got to sell yourself, and my unique selling point is I'm English and British, so I'm going to base it on being English and British. It's just going to talk English and British, and nobody and say will know what the hell he's saying. All right. Yeah, they'll be happy, because they'll be drinking and eating. That's right. Well, yeah. Along with the teller of Curious Tales, we've both been saying cup of tea at every opportunity cup today. Cup of tea. Why would you say cup of tea? He got us free cookies at Wendy's yesterday. Awesome. Really? Fact. Beautiful. Well, we do need to wrap things up. So really? if people want to learn more about you, Steve, website? Uh, theghosthunter.webs.com. Okay. And your group is? Parascience, which is parascience.co.parascience.com, uh, parascience.uk. Isn't it parascience? Dot no, no, no. Oh, pa people are really confused, word now. confused now. Okay. Well, parascience at... Oh, so parascience. <laughs> Parascience.org.uk. Right. Parascience.uk mm -hmm. or parascience.co.uk. So what happened to your para.science right. Facebook page? We have to go. We're running out of time. That's the Facebook page. We're getting the rap queue and we have to go. I'm going to die anyway. We want to thank Steve for coming. It's been a pleasure. Again. Do I get to come back next year? Yes. Cool. Please come back next year. Cool. Please. Cool. All right. I love that drive through Boston. <laughs> it's delightful. Well, thank you, everyone, for watching. And join us in a few weeks for our Halloween special. Woohoo! I also think it's going to be our 60th show. I'm pretty sure. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night, deliver us good law.